Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Hey, what's up? I hope you've gotten off to an amazing start of this week. Before I dig into today's episode, there's one thing I want to tell you about, and that is the fact that this is the very last day to register for the PEP program. And for those of you who have missed what the PEP program is, this is a group coaching program for driven riders who are determined to take their mindset riding and performance to the next level, who really want to take 2022 and make sure they set massive strides towards their dreams. In the PEP program, you're going to get weekly video lessons on mindset performance, everything you need to master the mental game. There's also going to be weekly group coaching calls. So on a weekly basis, we're all going to get together and there's also going to be a full community with people. So I want you to be around other people that are driven, that are setting you up for success. And this program is going to be a way to be part of a community like that. If you want more information, then make sure you head to the show notes. In there, there's a link you can click to read more information about the program. And you can also register for the program. Now, with all that out the way, if this is the very first episode you're listening to, make sure that you hit the follow button because that way you won't miss out on any of my future episodes. And if you've listened to a few episodes already and you've taken any value from it at all whatsoever, please make sure you give this podcast a rating and review. In Apple Podcasts, what you want to do is to go to show then you want to scroll all the way to the bottom and then click on the stars there and put in a comment there it's a nice comment that would be really really nice but put in whatever you feel like you want to put in there i'd love to get feedback because that way i can improve this podcast going forward so i would be really really grateful if you would take some time out of your day and give me some feedback on this podcast thank you so so much now with all that being said i'm gonna go ahead and dig into today's episode and what I want to share with you today is the story about me in Pielbergen last week. So for those of you who follow me on social media, you will have seen that I was in Pielbergen in the Netherlands on a pro tour in show jumping last week. Actually, it's not last week anymore by the time this episode comes out. It will have been a week and a half ago. But either way. So I was in Pielbergen at this show jumping competition, an outdoor pro tour. And there was a lot of professional riders with it like around me at this show not only that I was gonna ride a couple of 115 classes with Celeste my older mare which is something we haven't done that many times and also I had my six-year-old Queenie with me to ride our very first 120 together so as you understand there were a lot of things that I could have been getting nervous about there were a lot of things that could have stressed me out there were a lot of firsts but what I'm really really proud of uh, is the fact that I didn't allow that to to derail my focus I didn't allow it to stress me out I managed to keep my focus I managed to keep my calm and it was really really nice to see that all this mental work I've been doing over the last years that it's really paying off so to be honest I'm not much about results but just to give you an idea with Celeste I ended up being placed in three out of four classes with Queenie I ended up riding our first 120 with just one pole in the ground which for me were all amazing results but as I said the one thing I'm most proud of is actually the fact that I kept my cool that I kept my focus that I kept doing my part of the job to allow my horses to also do their jobs 
So something that I want to talk about today is how I manage to keep my calm, how I manage to keep my focus. And I'm going to give you my very secret to keep your cool when you're debuting a new level, when you're doing those things for the first time. So today I'm going to be focusing on the whole competition aspect, but obviously this is something that you can use in your training too. So if you're not not yet doing any competition, don't worry. This is something that you're going to be able to use also, also on training whenever you're riding a new level. So the first thing I want you to realize is that I want you to know that this is perfectly normal. Whenever we do something for the first time, it's normal that you're going to be a bit extra excited. And I say excited for a reason, because I feel that nervous has a bit of a negative connotation to it. And I talk a lot about our words, the words that we speak out, because the words define how you feel. So if the, the first thing here is really make sure that you feel empowered. So if you say that you are nervous, how does that make you feel? Like really, if you think about it, if you say nervous, how does that make you feel? And when I say nervous, I, I, f- I feel like that has a negative connotation to it. I feel like that's something negative. So I don't feel very good when I say that. So rather than saying I'm nervous, I would like to say that I'm excited because that gives me an empowering feeling. I feel like, okay, yeah, I'm excited, but it's a good thing, Right. So the first thing I want to tell you here is really make sure that you use the right words when you talk about your feelings. Make a conscious choice of using words that make you feel good. All right. Because when you feel good, you're way more likely to take good action and you're way more likely to perform well. And that's what we all want in the end, isn't it? Now, if we don't talk about excitement, why do we get excited? Because we're pushing our comfort zone. We're going towards our brain's mission to keep us safe. I've talked about this in episodes in the past that our brain cares about our survival. Your brain would much rather have you safe inside of your comfort zone than outside of your comfort zone. So your brain wants you to do things that are familiar. So, And when you're stepping up a new level, guess what? It's not familiar. Your brain doesn't know this. So it's normal that you're going to feel excited. So... Excitement is going to be part of the process. If you choose to go down this path, it's all up to you, obviously. If you want to stay in your comfort zone, that's all fine with me. But then probably this podcast episode is not going to be so useful for you. So then probably you should pick out another one. But for those of you who are are eager to step outside of your comfort zone, who are eager to, to step up to that new level, keep on listening. So the first thing we want to do is accept it. I said this before, but your level of suffering is in direct proportion to how much you resist the way the world is. I'm going to say that again. Your level of suffering is in direct proportion to how much you resist the way the world is. So accept that you're going to feel excited and actually make the best of it. Even more so, actually, welcome your excitement because excitement means extra focus. It's going to give you more adrenaline, which is going to help you become more alert. So rather than avoiding it and thinking it's something bad, lean into it. It means that you're heading in the right direction. Now, all we need to do is learn how to deal with it. We need to make use of the positive consequences of excitement. So we want to Yeah, again, take those positive stuff and then we just want to counter the parts that derail you. Those things that make you go over the edge, that makes it a little bit too much and make it hard for you to stay focused while you're excited. And that actually leads me into the second point here. So how to keep your focus while you are excited. So the first thing you want to do here is find out the reason why you get excited. 
What thoughts is it that make you shiver, want to puke or stop breathing or whatever it is that happens for you? I'm pretty sure you know what your physical stuff are that is happening that you, you, you don't like, that's not improving your performance. So find out exactly what it is that's causing those. What, what thoughts in your head is it exactly that, that is causing those physical reactions? In my case, it's because I'm afraid that I won't be able to do exactly what I need to do when I need to do it. So that I will leave my leave my horses, you know, to figure it out themselves because I am not having that timing and, and supporting them and doing exactly what I need to be doing exactly when I need to do it. So if there's something similar to you or it's, yeah, whatever, if it's, if it's the same, if it's something similar, you're going to love this t- tip of mine. So I'm going to give you a little bit of my secret sauce here. And that is to give yourself jobs. So when I give myself jobs, what I'm doing is that I'm moving my focus from being afraid I won't be able to do it right to doing what I can in that very moment to help my horses. As long as I focus on what's going to maybe happen in the future, if I don't do my jobs, I'm going to feel overly excited and it's not going to be good for my performance. But if I can focus on what I'm doing right now and make sure I make the absolute best of this very situation, that gives me a certain call. And I'm also skipping to action. So again, I want to give myself jobs. And when I say jobs, what I do is that I pick out one to three things that I want to be focusing on. And it's really important that you keep it a maximum three because if we try to do too much at the same time, we often end up doing nothing. So if you can only think of one thing, then you only do one thing, but make sure you do it, right? If you can do one, if you can add a second one, great. If you have added a second one and you can and you manage that and you do that well, then you can add in, an, add in a third one. But I would advise you don't define any more than three because that's just going to cause a overload in your brain and you're usually going to end up doing none of them. So define one to three things that are your most important jobs when you're writing. So begin with, let's start with number one. If you could do only one thing, if there was only one thing you could do, one thing that would make the rest easier or even unnecessary, what would it be? What would that one thing be? Okay, so if you got that defined, now ask yourself, if that one thing is working out well and you find a way to do that almost automatically, what would the second thing be? And then once you got that figured out, you probably guessed it, what's the third thing? If you can find a way to optimize number one, number two, if you really got that under like under the knee, as we say in Dutch, what would the third thing be? There's like this average that have been spoken out that if you do something 66 times, it becomes a habit. So you're probably looking at something like 66 times before that first thing really becomes a habit. And then once it becomes a habit, then you can have your focus focusing on the second thing. And once that second thing becomes a habit, you can have your focus to focus on that third thing. But again, make sure you don't give your brain too much to focus on at one time. That's probably going to cause overload. And then again, you're going to get back in that negative vicious circle and you sort of feel nervous again and going to feel like you can't do it. So again, just focus on one at a time. Now, I wanted to make this a little bit more tangible and therefore I'm going to tell you the three jobs that I had for myself last week when I was in Peel Barien. So the first thing I focused on, my very most important job, if I didn't do anything else right, I would make sure I do this one right. I wanted to make sure that I had money in the bank. 
And this sounds a little bit funny. This is something that Karin Donkers once told me during a training. So she said, Jocelyn, you always need to make sure that you got money in the bank. What does she mean with that? That when you ride towards a fence, that you've made enough deposits, that you've deposited enough money, energy, whatever you want to call it, into the bank account, like into the horse, that you've created enough energy, that you've made enough deposits. This is a visual that works really well for me. So whenever I ride towards a fence or like whenever I actually, when I'm turning towards a fence, I always ask myself, have I got money in the bank? Have I got money in the bank? That's a question. That's my very first question. That's my most important job. Make sure I got money in the bank. So I ask myself, have I got money in the bank? Now, if I got that figured out, if that's working, if I can, if I can manage one more focus point, the, the next thing I'm doing is that when I'm riding towards the fence, I want to make sure that my shoulders are back. So I had this tendency in the past that I was leaning forward. So I was sort of trying to make the horse set off a little bit early if there was like a, a, a big stride. But what really happened was I wasn't actually helping my horses. Sometimes they stopped when I did this. Sometimes they put in an extra stride or they took a pole with them. So what I'm doing now is that I ask myself when I'm riding towards the fence, where is my upper body? Riding towards the fence, where is my upper body? Then the third thing, if I've got money in the bank, if I got my upper body, if I got my shoulders back, the third thing I want to be doing is look ahead. So by looking down at the fence, again, I increase my chances that my horses are going to stop. I want my horses to think to the other side of the fence. So that means that I need to be thinking to the other side of the fence. And if I look down at the fence, that's sort of like my end goal. That's my destination. There's where my focus are. So how can I then expect my horses to have their end destination and their goal to the other side? That's something to think about, right? And this this is actually a completely different topic, but... What I want to say is that my third job, when I'm almost at the fence, the, the question I ask myself is, where am I looking? Simple as that. Where am I looking? So those are my three jobs. Those are my three questions. First of all, have I got money in the bank? Second of all, where is my upper body? And third of all, where am I looking? It's really simple, isn't it? And it, it, you know, a lot of time when I tell people this, they're like, oh my God, that's so simple. It is that simple. We make it so complicated. And something you might be asking yourself is why are all those questions? So there's actually a lot of psychology in this. And I'd probably, you know, be here for another hour if I were to explain all the psychology behind this to you. But just know that there's a reason for it. There's a reason why I ask myself questions. Again, this is a really deep topic. It's something that we dig way deeper into inside of the PEP program. And again, for those of you who have missed what the PEP program is, it's a group coaching program. It's for driven riders who want to take their mindset riding and performance to the next level this year and want to actually get them closer to their dreams. Today is the very last day that you can register for this program. We're going to be kicking things off tomorrow. There will be a second round, but I haven't quite set a date for yet for when this will be. Something that's also really special about this first round is that you're also not only getting the, the weekly video calls you're not, and, and the weekly video lessons, you're also getting a one-on-one -on -one coaching call with me. Also, something that's really important to know is the price in this round is lower because it's the first round. It's sort of like trial and error. I hope to get you all in there that I can get some feedback. But know that this opportunity in this price is not going to come back. So if you are interested, go and check out the show notes right now. Today is the last day to register. 
click on read more and you'll also find information on when you can register. Now, something that I also want to mention is in here. I've had a couple of conversations with people that really want to do this, but they can't pay for it right now. If you are like this, if this sounds like you, then what I want you to know is that you know, I'm not about the money. To be honest, the reason why I'm asking this amount of money for it is because I want people to take it serious. I want people in there who's really going to take action, who's going to really put their full effort into there. And therefore, I'm not giving it away for free. Because let's be honest, when we get stuff for free, we don't take it serious. Now, something I am more than happy to talk about is how we figure out those payments. So if this is something that you really want to do, if this is something that you need, I don't want money to stand in the way. So if you're a driven rider determined to make your dreams happen, I want you in this community and I'm more than happy to figure things out. But what you need to do, though, is to send me a DM so that we can start to figure things out. So if there is a part of you that is now feeling like, look, Jocelyn, this really sounds like something that I want to do. I'm just afraid of how I can make this work. I'm, I don't quite see how we can make the, the, the payment work. That's fine. Send me a DM and we'll figure it out. Now, this actually takes us to the end of this episode. And I want to summarize this, the points that we went through for you really quickly. So first of all, you want to be welcoming your excitement. You want to see this as something positive. It's actually improving your performance. All you want to do is make sure that it doesn't go over the top, that we get those negative consequences for it. And how I'm doing this is that I'm giving myself jobs. You want to give yourself maximum three jobs. You want to be mastering one of them at a time and to be honest like when I was at this show like last week I didn't master all three of them I mastered one of them and sometimes if I was lucky I mastered the second one so I did like one and two this training actually I did a training yesterday and then I must managed to master all three of them but I'm just wanting to, to to tell you this to give you a little bit of perspective you're not supposed to master all three of them you're gonna define three so that if you you, you master one and you master two that you can you know, still have another thing to do. Now, even if you can just master one of them, and, and to be honest, I don't expect you to be able to master anything more than one of them. Even if you just master one of them, your performance will be immensely improved simply by the fact that you're doing one thing right. Even if you just do one thing right, that's way better than not doing any of those. So, make sure that you define your three jobs, make sure you prioritize them, Again, just to give you some inspiration here, my three jobs is I first ask myself, have I got money in the bag? Then I ask myself, where is my upper body? And then thirdly, I ask myself, where am I looking? So what are you, your three most important jobs going to be and what priority are they going to have? Now, if you enjoyed this episode, there's one thing you can do for me, and that is to share it with someone that you know and that actually needs to hear this. You can also share it on your social channels because this is how this podcast actually grows. This is how I can spread the knowledge of what training your mind can do for your horse riding and performance. So if you were to take a couple of minutes out of your day to do this for me, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Now, with all that being said, there's only one more thing I want to do today, and that is to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. See you next week or inside of Pep. Hope you all have an amazing week. Talk to you soon. <laughs>